Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. What's up? Greetings, Earthling. What up, what up, what up? It's in the demographic I identify. They're connected to our president. I think an ignorant voter and a non-voter are one in the same. Who does that? Under, Under his watch. His watch. What know has something, he done bro? about police reform in this country? Nothing. Greetings, Earthlings, and welcome to Unsolicited Genius. I am your curator, Carlton Ennis, and I am not joined by my co-hosts, Craig Lindo and Mo Lotfi. It is a holiday, so I give them space, you give them grace. On today's show, we will talk about Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., react to Super Wildcard Weekend, and talk about some new stuff that I discovered on Apple's, Apple Music. We hope to give you something to ponder. What's up, everybody? It is I, your host, curator, Carlton Ennis. And so, uh, you know, before we jump into the show, I want to give a special shout out to the University of Florida's Health Administration Department. I was there this past weekend to talk my talk, gave a nice little presentation to the graduate students. Uh, so thank you for allowing me the opportunity to speak my thing, but I also want to just give a shout out to the city of Gainesville and the University of Florida campus. My, how you all have changed. Um, I was I, I was a student there from 96, finished in 2002 from grad school, but the frat parties and the social activities kept me going back till about 2006. So suffice to say, there was a 10 year period that Gainesville was my home and it is no longer that I am a true visitor. Um, the shadows are gone. The places and spaces that me and the boys hid all our secrets have been dug up and built on top of. Um, and, you know, it's one of those things with time and progress that you can't stop. So no shade, no, no, no uh, disappointment, no hate. Uh, it's just it was it was a lot. Uh, I think about my son having the desire to attend there. And in my mind, I thought I'd be able to point to this place, point to that place and say, that's where we used to. That's how we used to remember that time. Uncle Mo, remember that time, Uncle Joe, when we, et cetera, et cetera. But those places are no more. Um, the Krispy Kreme is still there. So shout out to Krispy Kreme for holding it down. Um, the Hippodrome, where I saw my first uh, live musical uh was still there uh and trustler hall where it went down went down uh joe nitty know all about that but you know that's for another uh unsolicited genius production not for the podcast show but you know some stuff was there but the city is different and so um to the students that are out there respect our space and enjoy it while you can because 10 years later it's going to be different for you uh, so that's what was on my mind. Had to get that off. So appreciate y'all for indulging me. So for today's headliner, it's it's the holiday of the life celebration of the life of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. So I thought we'd just take a little time and, you know, me share what his legacy uh, means to me. Not the holiday. The holiday, I think, you know, he, every man, woman, child has a right to their opinions. Um, I think personally, I think 
it should be a holiday. I think it should be a day that every organization recognizes. It shouldn't have to be the day that the black people have to decide whether or not they show up or use their PTO. Um, but you know, that ain't my call for everybody, but for unsolicited genius productions, that will be the direction that we flow. And it is a holiday. It is a special day for me. Always has been from uh, the Martin Luther King parade that used to be down in, well, probably still happened, but the one I used to go to down in Liberty City to the opportunity to go to the Martin Luther King Museum in Atlanta. Um, he's a special person. And so honoring his holiday has always been meaningful, meaningful for me. But specific to the man, specific to the legacy, uh, when I think about what I admire or where, you know, I, I look to him for, you know, learning from his journey, learning from his experience, it's several areas. But, you know, one of them is simply put his leadership um, in in some of the most horrific times. Well, let me say it different. The 1940s, 50s, 60s were an ugly period in the history of America, um, predicated on uglier times before it, but realizing, you know, I think he was born 1920, 1920 something, um, when he presented, when he, you know, began to work with others to create a change for black lives in America, um, I'm always impressed with what we know his leadership to be. He met with presidents. He met with hate people who hated black people. He he organized large groups of people. There was strategy in the work that they did. They did. There was the attaining of resources to support the work they did. As a child, I kind of thought they just showed up to a spot made a few signs and and just marched forward as an adult as i've learned more about the civil rights era as i learned more about the civil rights movement i realized that peaceful protest wasn't just something they did it was something that they planned it was something that was intentional and it was something that they were very strategic about if ever you've led a large group of people um Thinking the days, the Gainesville days, blue and white weekends as a fraternity. Uh, shout out to Zeta Kappa chapter. Organizing us, organizing events and activities in the city of Gainesville for the people was hard work. So I can't imagine the magnitude of the civil rights time and the, the number of people and the level of resistance that they face to still be able to find the space and the resources to be strategic about the movement. So to know that he wasn't just the person saying the speeches um, and that he wasn't just the figurehead of the movement, what he offered in strategy and leadership is one of the things that I admire most and appreciate about uh, Dr. King's legacy. Um, the other aspect was Dr. King, the fighter. Uh, in contrast to say Malcolm X and some others, he was of the peaceful protest. He received the Nobel Peace Prize, had the title the Prince, Prince of Peace. He turned the other cheek and that's what he encouraged anybody that was to be a part of his movement to do. 
Um, and as much as they back then criticized or we today may still be critical, I argue that not fighting back takes is harder. Restraint is more difficult than reacting. Restraining yourself when somebody spits at you, when somebody curses you, when somebody water hoses and uh, uh, German shepherd dogs you, that takes a level of toughness that I would gander many of us do not possess. Um, fighting ain't easy either. So, you know, no shade to Brother Malcolm X, of whom I also to admire and value his legacy. But to know the level of anger that had to exist in not just Dr. King's heart, but all those that shared in his movement, um, the level of anger that they had, and yet they still were intentional about protesting peacefully. Um, so to me, that makes him more a, a fighter than anybody who steps in the ring, anybody who fought back, because to be damned and to not slap back, to not, you know, seek vengeance and, and continue just going forward with the plan, going forward with the strategy, despite resistance presented against you um that's a will that a, a willpower um that we would all i believe benefit from possessing especially as much angst and anxiety exists for us in our current society uh the next aspect that i've come to truly appreciate more so as a as a father as a as a as a man is martin luther king the human um martin king probably at some point in his life um they they refer to him as at some point in his life as martin martin king the person martin king the man because what has been well documented at this point is that he was flawed um that he was normal that he had just like you and i a very human experience. As a kid, you probably could have convinced me that based on his uh, the stories that he he was Jesus Christ reincarnated. Um, the books I would read, the movies or shorts that I would see, he was perfect. He was brilliant as a kid. He was, you know, he got to college early. He, uh, in this fraternity and then he had this beautiful way with words he was a reverend he was all these things that we wanted him to be and at the time needed him to be to the point of um you know leading us leading people through the civil rights movement he was perfect or so i thought um but to know that you know before uh, a speech or a protest he had he liked to have his whiskey and liked to play cards and that he might fuss and cuss with the best of them um you know i i came to appreciate the fact that as a human as a normal person that experienced human things 
he still found it in him to fight this fight for the betterment of his people, despite the knowledge that he would lose his life, um, that he would probably lose his life as a result of it. So for me, that's something to be admired. He wasn't Jesus Christ for us that have that studied a good book. We know there was only one as, as it should be. Um, Jesus did what he did for us. So we wouldn't have to do that. So Martin Luther King sinned. Martin Luther King made mistakes, but he still gave his life so that I would have the opportunity to be who I am. And suffice to say, talk to y'all tonight. So the human, the human that Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. is also something that I truly, truly have come to appreciate. And last but not least, the thing that I probably, not even probably, the thing that I value most in his gift and what I aspire to do and be and, and learn from was his, his gift as an orator. In another time on another podcast episode, we could probably get into a debate as to whether or not he he was a godfather or grandfather, great grandfather to hip hop <laughs> because the way he spoke to the masses, the way he crafted his speeches, it was almost like a song. He had the words to make you see what he was saying. He had the words to make you feel what he was saying. And every so often he would drop a rhyme in there. And so as I look at the work that I do as a podcaster, as a coach, as I write, as I create, I want to be able to inspire with my words. I want to translate my thoughts into English language that that people can feel, that people can connect with, that gives them, you know, the chills and the goosebumps. Um, and, and to know how he did that and still stayed on message and still carried forth the reason for which he was in front of us, which was Black life, Black rights, equality for all. Um, the way he was able to just do it beautifully. Um, he was he was smooth with it. He was creative with it. He was insightful with it. He was thought provoking with it. And the fact that we revere him in the way that we do, his words have transcended space and time. So Dr. Martin Luther King, in uh, celebrating him every January for me, it's his leadership, it's him as a father, it's him as a human, and it's him um, with his special gift as an orator. With that, we'll take a break and be right back. Welcome back, everybody. This is Unsolicited Genius. What in the sports? Congratulations to the Giants. <laughs> I don't do sounds well, but y'all get where I'm coming from. The New York Giants won their 
playoff game against the Minnesota Vikings in Minnesota. Shout out to Danny Dimes. I love you, brother. I stood by you when all of them wouldn't. I was nervous. I did not know if Danny Dimes was going was gonna was gonna make it. Um, but coming into his this season, I knew he would be our quarterback. And that man has risen to the occasion. He set a he set a record last night. Um, what 300 yards, the first to throw for 300 yards and rush for over 70 yards in a playoff game. And this includes playoff back Vic made the playoffs. Uh, Lamar Jackson made the playoffs. Donovan McMahon made the playoffs. Randall Cunningham, I think, made the playoffs. Steve Young made the playoffs. Yet, in all of that, Danny Dimes did what they did not. So, shout out to him. Shout out to Saquon. He ran that rock. Uh, shout out to the whole defense. Y'all shut down Jefferson. Um, he had as many he had as many yards he had 20 yards or so in the first first possession and that was all he had 20 something more for the rest of the game so um congratulations to my new york giants uh shout out to the city of new york i know y'all feel good it feel good i give us tonight's game uh to continue this tonight's game to continue the celebration but come tuesday we got to go get them eagles and I'm very confident we can do it. Uh, the rest of the weekend, what we had, we had the Seahawks 49ers. First half was good. You know, Gino, I hope he wants to come back. I hope Seattle brings him back. I would love to see Gino uh, continue to rise from where he and Pete Carroll uh, were able to get to this year. Uh, but the reality is the 49ers are for real, for real. That boy Purdy, man, I... You know, I, I, I like his story. Um, I It's almost like I'm waiting for him to fall back to earth, not because I want him to, but to be Mr. Irrelevant and to be balling like he is, I, where they do that at. You know, we celebrate Tom Brady. He was a six-round pick. Uh, so, you know, we know it's possible, uh, but how all the teams missed on him, how he was the backup to the backup, backup to the backups backup but he's out there throwing dimes he's out there taking hits he's out there leading uh he's being the field general for the 49ers they got the talent at every slot he's making at every spot on offense so he's getting them the ball he's not messing it up he's actually showing up um and then they defense i mean come on now i don't you know what what you supposed to do with that they um you know this this version of the 49 49ers have had defense good defense for a lot of years um but they're probably the first defense that gives me them 2000 Baltimore Ravens that smashed the mash out of my Giants back uh when Kerry Collins was quarterback they are not the Ravens I don't think they have a Ed Reed I don't think they have a Ray Lewis um but they got Bosa and um as a unit the way they play together you ain't supposed to score so for seattle to have the first half that they did to pose the threat that they did hey y'all tried but you know that's how it was supposed to go so shout out to the 49ers not much for me to offer with the jaguars chargers other than wtf was that 
Um, I was at a, a event, so all I could do was keep up with the game by phone until two minutes were left in the fourth quarter. Um, and in fact, maybe it was up through the first half based on whatever the score was, double digits to zip or, you know, double digit lead. I, I was like, I, it is what it be. Sunshine and crew had a good year, but, you know, they falling back to earth. The Chargers going to move on. But when I tuned in with two minutes left in the game and saw that they, they had come back and eventually to win the game, I can't speak on how it happened. I'll, I'll continue to watch the highlights if I can um, hack into somebody, uh, one of the homies DVR and, you know, see what happened. I may have more insight, but all I can say is congratulations to Duval. Uh, congratulations to uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars and all the people that love and su- love and support them as a team. Who else we had? The Dolphins and the Bills. The Dolphins tried. The Dolphins tried. The Dolphins tried. Uh, what I am probably most impressed with is truly the value of Tua, because when healthy, when not concussed. Um, they win. And I think if they had two a Sunday, they win. So Uncle Mo and I, I think went down, you know, our Super Bowl predictions, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I don't know that I have any more clarity than I did a few weeks ago, but I do believe the Bills can be beat. Um, you know, they got a lot of motivation and inspiration. Uh, Shout out to DeMar Hamlin. He's still on his path to recovery. Um, But the Dolphins played a good game. It was overall a good game. Um, But, you know, sorry, Miami. Y'all still got a ways to go. Um, Not a ways. What I want to say is not that you got a ways to go. It's that another year you didn't get it done. Uh, So, you know, just file that away with the rest of them. But you got hope. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen with Tua. Um, I think I pray he does what is best for his mind and body. Um, because to have probably to have a possible concussion that didn't get treated and to then have two later in the same season, one of which he continued to play with, that ain't no good. So um, at this point, he got the offseason to work with the docs and talk to his family and and make the best decision. Um, But to do what the Dolphins did with the backup to the backup, um, you know, y'all got hope. Y'all got talent on offense. You got a pretty decent defense. Um, And it seemed like you maybe have a good coach, if not a great coach. So uh, you have hope. And we could for sure say that that ain't always been the case. So. Shout out to the Dolphins for trying. Congratulations to the Bills. And then um, who else we had left? Oh, Ravens Bengals. It was a good game. Um, way more defense than I thought the Bengals were going to have to play. But, um, you know, some said if Lamar played, the Ravens win. I don't know that to be fat. Huntley, um, he tried. He had the big little brain fart with the leap over the pile and fumble. 
I know he was hype. I know he was trying to get the end zone. He had to run a play or two before that where he almost got there. So I know that that he was feeling himself and thought he could get in. Um, shout out to number 94 for uh, carrying his butt all the way down to the end zone to give the uh, Bengals what would ultimately be the winning touchdown. Um, it was a good game. Joe Burrow didn't win it. So I don't know if that's because the Ravens are his forever bugaboo or, you know, there's something else going on. Uh, we'll see when they uh, show up next week. But congrats to the Bengals. Congrats to the Bills. Congrats to the Jaguars. Congrats to the 49ers. Um, and for the game that is going on as we speak, Tampa Bay, please, 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 please beat the Cowboys. As it stands, it's few minutes into the second quarter, Cowboys are up six zip. They scored a touchdown, missed the field goal, and Tom Brady threw an interception into the end zone for a Cowboy touchback. So um, I'm going to hurry up and finish this podcast so I can pop some popcorn and watch this game. Uh, but suffice to say, this was a great football weekend, um, and I enjoyed it tremendously. I look forward to uh, watching my Giants win again next week and watching the other games play out. Um, but before I transition to the next segment, TCU, what the heck was that? What was that? What was that? Really? And that's all I say about that. Are you entertained? Um, in the short version, in the short, in, in, in the short word, yes. Uh started watching Kaleidoscope on Netflix. Um, I'm two episodes in, I believe. Um, I know we could watch it in any order, but I am the personality type that I am. So the order Netflix gave it to me is the order I'm going to watch it. Um, but needless to say, uh, yeah, I think two episodes. It's a great show. Um, very creatively done. Uh, shout out to Giancarlo Esposito. This brother's been doing it for most of my life. Um, I feel like I first became aware of him and do the right thing. But to just know what he was and what he's become and what he's still doing, um, it's way past time for you know one of these award shows to give him his career legacy recognition because that brother did that in particular in uh, Breaking Bad. He was scary. So, um, you know, shout out to him. Shout out to the cast. It's a great show. If you haven't watched it, um, definitely put it on your radar. It's it's a, it's intriguing. It's done. It's, it's shot well. It's a good story. And you don't know what the hell happened. So um, it's, it's entertaining. Um, what I was been listening to, I stumbled across on Apple Music chill jazz vibes melodic jazz beats and jazz hip-hop listen it's one of those playlists but listen i may never have to listen to nothing else ever again the way those beats come through no lyrics just sounds just tunes um with the hip-hop with the smooth some got an r&b feel some got a mild davis jazz feel sometimes i could hear hove spitting in the backdrop but um, it's a playlist that I guess they update and flip up regularly. Uh, so just know if you see me anywhere at any time, 
that that chill jazz vibes is probably somewhere near with me. Um, I played it. I discovered it maybe Thursday, Friday, played it all weekend, played it today. Um, it's a real tight playlist. So if you you got Apple Music and you like, you know, smooth mood, smooth tunes and like a chill mood, um, it's something you could play in the car. It's something you could study to. It's something you could read to. Um, but yeah, that whoever came up with that, shout out to you because you have found my rhythm. Um, in terms of what I'm reading, I'm still on the influence of man. I messed around and found myself doing double duty because the book club has resumed. So I got the influencer that I'm still working my way through. Um, and the book club has started falling upwards. So shout out to the AHA community. I am, uh, we meet tomorrow. I am delinquent in my readings, but I will be caught up for the discussion tomorrow. Um, and as I learned, I will share with the unsolicited genius audience. So the influence is still out there. Go ahead, check that out. And then falling upwards, um, I'll report back. And with that, we'll take a break and be right back. morning good afternoon good night and it will be so sweet America. it will be so sweet and all that heartache you gotta see the monster to be able to destroy the monster he took the military out before he took the civilian who does that under under his watch Welcome back to unsolicited genius uh before we get out of here don't forget to like where we can be liked subscribed where we subscribe where we can be subscribed to and follow everywhere we're on youtube if you're watching now you know we're on youtube uh instagram twitter i'm on facebook first name carlton last name ennis find me uh be kind maybe i'll let you frame me i don't know don't be weird um where else are we oh apple music spotify um, anchor wherever you go for your podcast unsolicited genius is out there so wherever we are like subscribe follow and please share um a lot of people been checking us a lot of people continue to learn and find us so the more you share the more the message gets out uh thank you to our sponsors legacy where where your legacy awaits find them at www.legacywhereus.com www.legacywhereus.com. Uh, special shout out and thanks to Mega Core CBD, uh, Broad Spectrum Hemp Derived CBD, the way nature intended. You can find them at www.megacorecbd.com. And special shout out to Aura Rainwater, Hydrate and Elevate. You can find them at www.aurarainwater.com. And so for tonight's Thoughts of Genius, I thought I would continue to celebrate the legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King with my favorite quote. Um, I have it on a, a plaque in my, in my home. Um, and it go, it states, 
The ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in moments of convenience and comfort, but where he stands at times of challenge and controversy. I have carried that message with me since my teenage years in realizing and recognizing that one, as a man, as a human, I will find myself in times of challenge and controversy. Dr. King found himself in times of challenge and controversy. And for me, I found that when challenge presented, I always wanted to be the best version of me in that challenge. I had my moments where I did not do that. I had my moments where I was more reactive than restraint. Um, I had those moments where a challenge presented over here and I went over there. But as I offer myself grace and realize all of it is part of the human experience and an evolutionary journey, I have found that who I am today in recognizing a challenge that it presents an opportunity to be my best. It's all good when it's easy. It's all good when it's well. It's all good when the people, places, and things align, align with what we want them to. But that ain't life. I traveled this weekend. My luggage ain't make it. I ain't go off on the people, but I still got my e-credits. Shout out to Delta. Told them I would do it. Said I had a podcast. What you want? I could tell them y'all were great. I could tell them y'all suck. So thank you, Delta. They took care of the situation for me. Um, as a parent, I have found myself in myself in situations that posed a threat to. I I found myself in situation where I perceived a threat being posed to the well-being of my child, and I still gave the best version of me, started with a prayer, made a couple phone calls to just say, hey, just in case this is what's going on, you may have to come get me. But I gave the best of myself to that situation. I didn't go ugly. I didn't get meaner. I didn't fight fire with fire. I didn't seek vengeance. And oftentimes, I don't even hold a grudge. And so to know that Dr. King was the Prince of Peace and he championed the peaceful protest, to know the difficulty that that had to be for him and those that followed his leadership, I know that as I find myself in difficult situations that it can be done, that I can be the better man, that I can allow peace to enter the situation that every time that a fight presents, I don't have to be the one to fight back. That don't make you soft. That doesn't mean that you don't have a fighter spirit. It's just recognizing that for every challenge that presents, it is an opportunity for you to be the best version of yourself. And should you not do it this time, give yourself some grace because there will be another time. But at its core, 
It's all good. It's easy when it's comfortable. It's easy when it's convenient. What do you do? How do you do it when it's hard? And on that, I say good morning, good afternoon, good night. This has been episode 330 of Unsolicited Genius. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening to me. Uh, we'll see you same time next week. You are listening to Unsolicited Genius.